Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 193 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to be connecting with you again in your earbuds this week. And whether you are new to the show or you have been listening to the show forever, I would be so grateful if you took a quick moment to leave me a rating or a review wherever you listen to the show. That tells iTunes or Stitcher or the podcast gods that you like the show and that a lot of people like this show and that maybe they should get this show in the ear buds of more women just like you. And as you know, if you've been listening to this show, you know that this is not just about dating and relationships and texting and do this and don't do that. It's about so much more. It's even something deeper than the inner work and the inner child work and the healing. It's really about allowing women to see that there's this whole new way, not just to love, but to live, that they can source their confidence and worthiness from within. They don't need to get it from other people and they don't need to play by other people's rules, but they can really operate within their own sovereignty, within their own intuition. And that actually is the best way to find fulfillment in love, yes, but also in their body and health and relationships, friendships, community, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, if you have a moment, please leave me a quick rating or review. And of course, you can always share this episode or any other episode you love with a friend that you think would benefit from it. And before we get to today's episode, I just want to share with you that I created a brand new free workshop and 
This workshop is totally on demand. So when you are ready and you have 45 minutes and you want to dive deeper into the work that I do and also just see everything that I teach kind of in one succinct place and get a really good look at the lay of the land in terms of the work that I do with my clients and my approaches and my strategies and all that kind of stuff, then I want you to check out the five-step strategy to banish overwhelm and anxiety in your love life. So you can attract a fulfilling partnership and live a life of purpose. So it's totally free and you can go check out the training over at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. Okay, so today's episode is about friends with benefits. And I'm really excited that Stephanie brought this question to this episode, because I don't think we've actually really talked about friends with benefits. But I know it's a thing that actually happens quite a bit. And a lot of the questions are around, well, if we do friends with benefits, can it turn to something greater down the road? Or maybe I should have a friends with benefits situation because I really like sex and I want to have sex. And I don't want that to stall me from being in a relationship that I actually want to be in, but I also kind of want sex right now. So wherever you are, whether you are interested in a friends with benefits situation, whether you are in a kind of sort of friends with benefits situation right now, whether you want to get out of a friends with benefits situation or transform that, then you're definitely going to love this episode. And even if you have never been in a friends with benefits situation, and you don't think that emotionally you could take it, I really want you to still listen to this episode. Because when you listen to Stephanie, listen to her question and her line of thinking, and you'll see what I mean once you listen. So that's why I'm talking a little bit vague. It's going to be very easy for a lot of you to judge her in the sense that you're going to immediately go to a conclusion of, oh, you shouldn't do that, or that's going to be a bad idea, or yeah, you should do that. That sounds like a good idea. It might work one way or the other. And I want you to listen not from that place, because when we do that, when you just jump to a conclusion, and by the way, you might do this with other women that you've listened to on the show, you might also do it to your friends, where you just immediately think you know what's best or what they should or shouldn't do. But I want you to back off a little bit and just keep asking yourself, what can I learn? What can I learn? How does this apply to me? Because even if you're not interested in a friends with benefits situation, or you already know that you emotionally wouldn't be able to handle a friends with benefit situation. I think there's actually a lot to glean here because I think her thought process is actually quite common and it's outside the scope and the range of determining whether or not one wants to be in a friends with benefit situation. So listen with an open mind. And if you are in a friends with benefit situation and you want it to be something more or you want to get out of it or you're considering a friends with benefit situation, definitely take note because. I break it down for you so that you can make the best decision for yourself. And of course, after my chat with Stephanie, I come on and break down the episode even more. So make sure you listen to that, especially if you are considering a friends with benefits situation or if you want to get out of a friends with benefits situation. So without further ado, let's go to my chat with Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. Hi there. What's your question for me? My question is, how do I navigate a relationship that I want to grow and foster with somebody that I've been friends with for 14 years? And he said he's open to friends with benefits. And I want to say yes, because I think we're a match made in heaven. And this is the first time in a long time we've both been single at the same time. Okay. Okay. Why do you think you're a match made in heaven with this man? Oh, we get along super well. We've been in each other's lives through really painful transitions. We're very supportive and good friends. And we have some hot chemistry sometimes. 
And we have sort of auspicious timing and Mm -hmm. we get along great. And and he lives really close to my world. He's kind of in my world. And he's an anchor person already in my world. So we're just, we're great friends. Okay. So you're already friends. Like I know you've known this guy for a while, but you're already like, you're already friends. That's established. Yes. Okay. Okay. So he'll be willing to take it to friends with benefits and you want, you ultimately like, want like a serious relationship, like a committed relationship. Is that what you ultimately want? Yes. Okay. With him. Okay. And why has he expressed interest in a friends with benefits situation, but he's not interested in more than that? Do you know why? Because he got in his mind, he was going to try to find a 35-year-old gal to get pregnant and have a baby with. And he also said one time when he offered before, I headed out to Madison, Wisconsin, and I didn't date him. So he kind of lost interest like seven years ago when I did that. Okay. How is it going to feel? Have you done friends benefits before with someone? Yes, but I didn't know what that was. So I was confused. So I didn't know we were doing that. Okay. Here's the thing. Like when it comes to relationships, you can do whatever you want you can have whatever you want, right? Like if you want a friend with benefit situation, if you don't even want to have the friends part, you just want to have the benefit situation. If you want to be a committed relationship, like anything is for the taking, like you're allowed to have any of it. My concern with this is you are really into this guy and yeah. he's only able to kind of meet you, not even halfway, right? Relationship is each person's got to come halfway and you're like more than willing to go halfway, maybe even more, which is not necessarily the best thing in the world, but you're willing to go to do whatever you need to do. And he's willing to come like, you know, half of the halfway. And I okay. want to know how that feels for you. I feel his engagement is, he's very engaged with me. So I feel really met right now. Mm-hmm. So right now it's nice. Okay. Okay. So then what's the problem? What's your question about it? Okay. I haven't passed this. Like I'm sure he and I are going to have a great time and he's going to want to see me more. I know this person really well. And I've never successfully gone too far down the road of love before with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know what comes next. And like, I haven't done this, like, you know, where we're both into each other at the same moment, you know, we're starting. So I just need some advice when it goes well. I know how it fails, but what is it like when it goes well? How does it naturally grow? Yeah. Well, I guess that's like what I'm kind of getting at, right? Like, I don't want to try to be like the Debbie Downer, but relationships are really hard to move towards what you want when it's starting from a friend benefit situation. Because ultimately you're on different pages and I know it can feel good at first because like on some level, like you're getting what you want, like you're getting his attention, you're getting his affection, you're having sex, like you're getting time with him, like you're getting those things that you want, but there will become a time when that starts to not be enough. Oh, unless like, unless like you are 100% in your heart of hearts. Okay. With only ever being friends with benefits at some point it's going to be really, really hard. Like if you secretly want more than friends with benefits, like a friends with benefits situation is never going to work. And I rarely speak in absolutes. So how do you know if it's the real deal, true love versus friends with benefits? Like how do you know? You have to have a conversation. And I think he's told you what he's interested in, what he's able and willing to do. 
Do you see the problem here? This is a very hard from, it's like learning French or something. It's okay. a little difficult. That's okay. Okay. So even though it seems, because I'm filling in that we really have something and he's like, no, I'm promising you, we really don't. You are, have you listened to my episode 111? It's called three things you're confusing with love. Oh, I should go listen to it because no, I have not. Okay. So, okay. We'll put that link in the show notes, but you know, obviously we're having this conversation before this is recorded. So just go look for episode 111. And then for everyone listening to this episode 111, it'll be in the show notes. So here's the thing, like you have a fantasy, like you're looking at him in a fantasy. That's not to discount your friendship. It's not to discount him being a good person you know, all these things, right? Like, but from what I'm sensing, like you see him in a way and that you want him to be, you're making the relationship that you could have with him or some fantasy of the relationship with him. Like you're just making it mean something. You're kind of getting lost in the rose colored glasses world that you set out to be. Okay. And it's not really based on what's actually real and true in your life right now. Oh, because in your life right okay. now, he's like, yeah, you're a good friend. Not really wanting to be in a committed relationship with you, but sure, I'll have sex. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like that's what he's basically saying. I know, okay. I, I know, I kind of like was a little cheeky with that, but I don't know if that's his style or not. But my point is, is that you two are on very different planes. You're wanting different things from each other, and while okay. it might feel good at the beginning, it is not going to be in your best interest in the long term. And if you want to know like where you really are and how he really feels about you. I mean, it sounds like you might've already had that conversation because you said, Hey, let's give it a go. You know, you might have another conversation with him and say, Hey, actually, I don't know if the friends with benefits thing is going to work for me. I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt and tell them like, like we don't necessarily have to be like official committed at the beginning, but like, let's go on like an actual date and see if there's something there and see how he responds. So what's a go on an actual date mean? Like actually get to know each other and it's not just about sex. But we already know so much. You it's know what I mean? Like seeking the intimacy, and I don't mean sexual intimacy, I mean like the emotional intimacy from just being friends to, you know, being potential romantic partners. It's about letting that person a little bit more into your world, sharing more about how you feel, sharing how you feel about the other person. It's about a willingness to be rejected, to, you know, to be broken up with, like, like that is what makes it different from just being friends to getting to know each other. And in fact, like, since you are good friends, I would even put some boundaries around when sex could happen because otherwise it could easily go into like a friends with benefits situation. And what's the other category, the romantic category? Well, like what actually being committed to each other. Like actually being committed, like, like you actually have to make some shifts in your life to make room for each other. And it's not just when it's convenient. Okay. Like we agree to grow together, grow yeah, our lives. Yeah, You together. agree to be exclusive. You agree to be there for each other. You agree that you're supportive of each other. You agree that you're getting to know each other, that it's expected that, I mean, look, relationships can look different. So it's not like one size fits all, or it has to look like X, Y, Z. But in general, there's an expectation that you'll see each other regularly and that you'll be in touch regularly. And what he says, he actually follows up with and does. And what you say and what you're going to say you do, you actually do as well. Like there's just like that level of trust. Like you're just being a partner with each other. You're doing life together. And it's not like you're just living your own lives separate from each other, except when you come together to have sex. 
right? Like that's more of a friends with benefits situation. Like, like a friends with benefits situation, like, like, look, you know, I had one time in my life where I was in a friends with benefits situation and it was emotionally like, okay for me. Like for me, like most of the time when I was in a friends with benefits situation, it was me hoping that eventually they would just have so much fun with me and have such great sex that they just couldn't help but be in a relationship with me. Right. Like they would just want to. See, that's kind of me. Okay. But then on their end, it's kind of a cop-out to be honest. It's kind of a cop-out because it's like, yeah, I want all the benefits of being in a relationship, but I don't want to actually have to do anything. I don't want to actually have to take any responsibility. And that's a really, really shitty place to be, especially on the receiving end of that. And it does not work. It does not work that you think you're going to have a good time together, that you're going to have good sex, like all these things, like that does not make someone want to be in a relationship with you. That is just allowing someone to have all the benefits of being with you, like the sex and, you know, going out to get wine and cheese or whatever, but then not actually being there for you when you need it or when you really want them to be there for you when it's maybe not like super convenient for them. Like it's a cop out, not on you, on letting them cop out on you. Okay. I know that's not what you want to hear. (laughs) Well, no, this is good. So how do you decide, are they copping out on me and how do you language that? Or when do you talk about that? Where does that conversation happen? Well, I mean, look, there's like different expectations for different levels and stages of relationship. Obviously, there'd be very different expectations between two people who have expressed a commitment to each other through marriage or just through, you know, to each other versus two people who are dating and seeing if there is something, you know, significant there. So, you know, what I would do is I would have a conversation and let me ask you this, like, like, what do you want from this guy? Like, what do you, what would you like to have? I want us to grow together. Like my work is close to his home and that we would build a life together and that we would talk about what kind of family structure we want to be together and that I'm his number one and we are going to all the family holidays together. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been to a lot of his holidays already, but that I'm his number one, that we Mm -hmm. commit and whether we choose to get married or whatever, I'm his number one. And he's like, you're my number one. And we define ourselves as a couple and we do a ton of stuff together, like social, you know, not his work. Yeah. And and if you're sure that that's what you want, please, please trust me. And that a friend with benefit is the last thing. It's the last thing that's going to be good for you. So you can just tell him exactly that. And, you know, at some point, like when it comes to these kind of things, like you just have to allow yourself to get rejected and to not settle for peanuts. Okay. So I want you to schedule, like, this is not something to spring on him. So I would set up a time and say like, Hey, just want to talk to you about something. Um, Nothing's wrong. Just want to have a quick conversation do you have time later tonight or do you have time tomorrow or this weekend or whatever? And then to schedule it and either you go out or you just have it on the phone, like definitely not over text, definitely not over text, but ideally in person phone is fine. Just depending on your schedules and you know, stuff like that and tell them how you feel and tell them, you know, okay. I'm not sure that having a friend with benefits situation is going to be the best for me in the long run because emotionally I think there can be more here and I'm afraid I'm just going to get hurt. And I'm just wondering you know, so this is what I want with you. And, you know, I'm just wondering if you're open to exploring if that's like a real possibility. And here's the kicker. You have to believe what he says. You okay. have to believe what he says. And this is for everyone listening. 
a lot of times this is important. <laughs> this is important. I have made this mistake so many times. You have got to not read between the lines. Okay. I have been with okay. so many guys where I was just like crazy about them. And it really wasn't even them. It was like the idea of them, but I didn't have that realization or that awareness then, but I just really, really wanted to be with them. And they would tell me in one way or another that they just weren't interested. Now they didn't say it that point blankly, but like they would say, they're just not looking for something serious or that, you know, they liked me and they wouldn't hang out with me, but they didn't see anything going on, you know, going in the long term. And they would say things like that. Right. And I would hear that. I'm like, okay, okay. And I would just read between lines. Oh, they're just scared or, oh, they just need to spend more time with me and then they won't be able to resist me. And they'll just want to be with me or marry me or whatever. And that's like basically the plot of every rom-com. So it's not surprising that a lot of us fall into that mistake. So if he says something along the lines of like, I don't think that's what I'm looking for. That's not what I want. Or I am not ready to commit or I can't commit or I want to just stick with friends with benefits. You have got to believe him. You have got to believe them and then take appropriate action that is in your highest good from there. And that may not be necessarily the easiest thing to do. Okay, got it. And you're saying, I do whatever he says. So if he's like, no, really, I have a wall there. I can't give up my dream of the 35-year-old pregnant wife. And then I just say, I just have whatever feelings and operate from what he says. Exactly. Respond to what he says. Right. And it has to be, yeah, I know better. So like, you don't want to just fall then back on the friends with benefits because that's you just settling for peanuts and you're better than that. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be hard. It might be heartbreaking to hear. And I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll be like, yeah, you know, I was thinking maybe friends with benefit isn't the best idea and you'll be on the same page and you'll explore together. Or maybe he'll be like, yeah, no, actually I just really want friends with benefits or whatever, like whatever his thing is. What if he said the good positive one? Like, you know what? I see the potential too. I would like to open the door. I'm not ruling out. We don't grow love. Mm -hmm. What if he says something like that? Then I would just set some very clear boundaries. Which would be? Well, it would be around like, you know, at the beginning, would you be able to see other people? Would he be able to see other people? There's no right or wrong. It's a choice between the two of you. You know, how much time do you want to try to spend together in the beginning to see if there is really any possibility? I do think you do have to put a commitment of time behind it. So if you see him and then don't see him again for a few weeks, that's not really a fair place to see if something you know, could be potentially there because you're just not giving it that time. You could also be like, let's try this for a month and see how we feel after the month. And like, let's regroup. Right. So that could be another boundary that you set. There could be boundaries around like inviting each other to work events or family events. It's a yay or nay, whether or not you're telling people these are all boundaries. Again, there's no right or wrong. You just have to go with what feels good for you. And you also have to be really clear, like, what do you need from him to make it feel like it's the real thing? Do you at least need him to call or text every day just so that, you know, you just, there's that continuity of contact, you know, that might be a really good one, you know, depending on whether or not you guys decide to be exclusive from the beginning, I would put some boundaries around sex. If I were you, I'd be very weary of him saying, oh yeah, 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 this is good. Let's try it. And then it really just, you know, spirals into a friends with benefit situation. So I would have some boundaries around sex. Like let's just get to know each other and not have sex for the first, I don't know, 
two or three weeks or four weeks or or whatever, make out fine, everything else fine, but maybe avoid sex just so that there's less likelihood of it just turning into just sex. Okay. That would be a concern of mine. Going out on dates and him taking you out some time, you taking him out some time. And you know, there might be other things that you think you might need from him. Um, like too. not dating other people during that. So that if trial. that's a boundary for you, like there's no right or wrong as to whether or not you decide to be exclusive from the get-go. But if you feel like that's what you need, then that's your boundary. And that's what you need from him. Okay. Make sense. All right. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I feel empowered. Good. And yeah. I feel good. Like I'm a hot tamale. Like I feel that I'm, I mean, in the 55-year-old woman category, I feel like I'm just getting more and more fabulous. And I'm really honestly putting my heart on the line and trying. Mm -hmm. And so if he's a stupid Goomba and after 15 years still doesn't snap me up, you know, it's like, okay, then this is the last offer. We're never doing this again. I love that. You're going to watch me get married to somebody else. So you, you know, like Fisher, this time Fisher can get off the pot, Mm -hmm. make your decision. Mm-hmm. Is the baby like he's kind of like functioning on? He wants this baby, and I'm like, you know, you got to look at the whole family, not just the baby, yeah. because you know you're gonna have to deal with the baby mama. And mm-hmm. so, anyway, thank you that you provided something that my girlfriends can't. Great, I'm so I'm I'm so glad, and I just encourage you to, that. you know, to <laughs> to feel that fabulousness in your body as you're having a conversation with him, because that'll help you to stay in okay. your power rather than to be like, Oh, okay. I'll just accept the peanuts. You know, don't do that. You're better than that. And you know that as you share. Okay. So okay. I love this. Awesome. awesome. Let me know how it goes. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for bringing this topic to this podcast. I actually don't think we have an episode on this that I can remember at least. And I know it's probably something that a lot of women are questioning and wondering if they should enter in a friends with benefits situation and are wondering the pros and cons and if it's the right thing for them. So thank you. Thank you for bringing this topic. I just want to be really clear. I know I was pretty stern with Stephanie while we were coaching that a friend with a bit of a situation was not likely to benefit her in the long run. But I want to just emphasize that there is nothing wrong with being friends with benefits with someone. There is nothing wrong with just deciding either for right now or maybe for the foreseeable future that you don't really want a serious committed relationship and you'd rather just have something that feels more light, that feels more fun, that you can have sex with someone when it's convenient and when you're looking for a good time and then there's no strings attached, you go home, they go home and all is well in the world. But there are two big reasons you would not want to enter into a friends with benefit situation. One of them I talked about with Stephanie and that is just to reemphasize, she ultimately wanted to be in a committed long-term loving relationship with this man. And at least from the first conversation she had with this guy about that, he did not seem interested. He seemed only available for a friends with benefit situation. So her original thought was, okay, we'll start with friends with benefits and then he'll see how amazing it is and how awesome I am. And he'll want to be then in a serious relationship. And look, please prove me wrong. But for the most part, this does not ever turn into 
what you ultimately want it to be. Of course, there are anomalies, but this guy was pretty clear on what he wanted. He wanted friends with benefits with her and he wanted to find a younger woman because he wanted to have a baby. The second reason you would not want to get into a friends with benefits situation is if you're lying to yourself. And here's what I mean. I get a lot of messages and emails and all sorts of stuff from women who tell me that they just decided they don't want to have a relationship anymore, or they just decided they would just rather be friends with benefits with someone. And here's the thing. If you truly in your heart knew that you really just wanted to be friends with benefits with someone, no strings attached, great. If you really truly in your heart believed that you did not want to be in a committed relationship at some point in your life, great. You are allowed to have what you want and you're allowed to not have what you don't want, right? Here's what I find to be more true though. A lot of these comments that I hear are actually coming from a place of fear and hurt. They're telling themselves and they're telling others that they just don't want anything serious. They just want to have, you know, some sex with somebody or they just don't want a relationship at all with anybody. And the thing is, is that what's really true is that they really do want a long-term, serious, committed relationship with someone, but there's a part of them that doesn't believe it's possible. There's a part of them that's scared to actually be vulnerable and to take down the walls that they know they need to take down and to heal the things they know they need to heal in order to be able to do all of those things. So to know if this applies to you or not, ask yourself, if you knew without a doubt, you could have 100% absolute certainty that you could have a relationship, the relationship that you want, your relationship in your life, if you knew that was totally possible for you, would you still just want to be friends with benefits with someone? Would you still just want to stay single and not worry about a relationship either ever again, or at least in the foreseeable future? If the answer to yourself is yes, I still would want to be single, or yes, I would still just want to be friends with benefits with someone, then fine be friends with benefits and have fun and do your thing and live your life. But if the real answer is, well, no, of course, if I knew that it was possible for me, then yeah, no, I wouldn't want friends with benefits. Or yeah, no, I wouldn't want to stay single for the rest of my life. Well, if that's the real answer, then that's the real answer. And you are going to ultimately end up heartbroken or hurt by entering into a friends with benefits situation. And that's the reason for me why friends with benefits never worked. Now, again, this is my life, my situation, my emotions. So this is what's true for me. It does not by any means mean that's true for you. I had one friends with benefits situation when I was younger that was fine. We had sex when we saw each other. We were friendly, but there was no commitment. There was no expectation of anything beyond that. And I was actually really surprised by myself because I actually thought based on my history that I would start getting attached and really emotional and think there was something deeper there. And somehow that just didn't happen. However, I do think that that relationship ended when it needed to end. I think that had we gone on, I don't think it would have been as, I don't know, painless for me. So for me, I was never really that interested in a friends with benefit situation. Not to say that I hadn't been in those situations because I was just thinking in my head, 
oh, well, if we hang out and we hook up, they're going to see how awesome I am. And then, of course, they're going to want to be in a relationship. So the friends with benefits for me always had the strings attached, which is very much Stephanie's situation. And again, that just doesn't work. Yes, there are anomalies, but I would not get into that kind of situation banking on an anomaly because you are most likely going to get hurt. All right, my dear, that is all I have to say with friends with benefits. I hope this helped you understand the pros and cons and whether or not a friends with benefit situation is the right thing for you in your life right now. And remember, it's your life. It's your body. You can do what feels best for you. I just remind you and encourage you to be honest with yourself about what it is that you really want. And also, like I said to Stephanie, listen to what the other person says. Don't make my mistake of listening to what they say and then just hearing what you want to hear or just ignoring it or pretending like, well, I'll just change their mind. (laughs) It doesn't work. All right, my dear, that's all I've got for you. And just a reminder to check out my brand new free workshop, the five steps to banishing anxiety and overwhelm in your love life so you can attract a fulfilling partnership and live a life of purpose. Check it out over at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. And I will see you next week with a brand new episode on the Love Life Connection podcast. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.